brace yourself because you're about to dive into another free first hour episode of the Higher Side Chats. And we just want to let you know that whether you're looking for a companion through your paranoid insomnia, entertaining yourself through one of life's mundane activities, or trying to ward off the internal screams of all those sad, smothered souls around the office, THC is here. And you should know that every episode of the Higher Side Chats has an entire second hour for Plus members. Sign up at thehiresidechats.com and you'll get years of Plus show archives, lifetime forum access, a special invite to Greg Carlwood's monthly joint sessions, MP3s of THC music, bonus episodes, tour videos, and 10% off t-shirts, grinders, and whatever else ends up in the Higher Side store. It's $8 a month that you won't miss, so become a Plus member and treat yourself in these troubled times. Always action-packed and commercial-free, which means you'll unfortunately never hear my voice again. In the 1930s, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt addressed the nation through a series of radio broadcasts known as the Fireside Chats. His aim was to reassure the common man that our society would recover from its troubled times. Well, we're far from 1930, and I deal with a different kind of fire. For a new era of worldly frustration, we offer a fresh conversation. I'm Greg Carlwood, and these are the Higher Side Chats. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, strap yourself in for another wild ride from sunny San Diego. I'm Greg Carlwood, and I'm not feeling too good about the level of resistance or even knowledge of the diabolical plans of the Capstone Cabal that are rolling out right now. They've been telling us what they want to do for decades, and if you even halfway pay attention to the documents that come out of their think tank meetings, the coded language of their Stooges speeches, or even the very cut-and-dry messaging of the ominous Georgia Guidestones, it should be quite clear. The clues have been everywhere, and we should be well past the education phase as we're seeing the system implement a level of individualized control, surveillance, and compliance that surprises some of the most seasoned alternative thinkers. But when the fear is high, the cabal will try. COVID clampdowns, weather weapons, resource and travel restrictions, blackouts, lab-grown meat, engineered fires, GMO mosquitoes, digital dollars, constant monitoring, 5G bombardment, solar dimming, mandatory vaccines, smart cities, smart meters, mass mind control, and more are coming together in a conspiratorial cornucopia that makes the planet's puppet masters giddier than the Nintendo kid on Christmas morning. Well, folks, these are the very things that today's guest, Deborah Tavares from StopTheCrime.net and PrimaryWater.org, has been dedicated to warning us of for years now. On her website, StopTheCrime.net, you will find articles, interviews, and the very documents that disclose these nasty agendas, and if you still need convincing, she also operates a YouTube channel by the same name, and it is an honor and a pleasure to have her here. So let's dive in. The anti-elite, agenda activist, COVID control criticizer, and supreme queen libertine, Mrs. StopTheCrime.net herself, Deborah. welcome to the higher side. Well, Greg, thank you ever so much. So everyone that is listening, please subscribe to our YouTube video channel on StopTheCrime.net. Be sure to click the bell notification so you are notified whenever we post a new video or send out email blast outs. And I can tell you this, Greg, that was a long list of what we face, and we do face that, and even more. But we're going to break it down a bit in today's conversation so that people can feel empowered with some preparations that would be most important to make immediately. After you hear this discussion, 
I would highly recommend that you start preparing in ways that we will suggest. So with that having been said, again, I do run StopTheCrime.net and PrimaryWater.org. want to emphasize the need for all of you that are listening that you must get to water. Whether you're able to get to primary water or not is not that important as it is to certainly have enough water storage to last for quite some time. We are going into a grid shutdown. The electrical grid will be shut down. Now, as I speak today here in Northern California, and today being this month is just flying by for me because we've been in so many continuous fires, but today, of course, being Tuesday, it is October the 13th of 2020. And some of the topics that are in the mainstream news today, while it's important, it's also important to understand what is not in the news. And that's what we're going to get into while we do discuss what we're being told in the news as well. So let's talk about some of the topics in the news today. Of course, we're being bombarded with election free-for-all conversation, which, of course, I hope by now, those of you that are listening understand that the elections are and politics are simply no more than the controller's entertainment division. And it is really a theater of operation, and it's a daytime television show at best. So that is the topic in most of the print material and psychological programming information that we're being bombarded with right now. The battleground states and on and on and on. But let's talk about some of the other aspects that are interesting, too. It says that Trump, who is the CEO of USA Inc., as we're a corporation listed on the New York Stock Exchange, we're operating as a business. And I have a video, very interesting and important video, called Who's Running America and the CAP, C-A-P. That stands for Climate Action Plan. And I can tell you, in Who's Running America and the CAP, you will find out that we are not running America. And you will understand what the CAP means, climate action plans. And we'll get into that a little bit in this conversation today. But some of the main topics is, again, CEO Trump pushes the Pentagon to nationalize the 5G network. And it's important to understand what is occurring with 5G because I've reported on other YouTubes and information that I've blasted out, Greg, that prior to the onslaught of COVID in New York, they had rolled out 5G in the disadvantaged communities in New York. And that is where the spikes are occurring right now as well. So we know that COVID is frequency-based. That's what it is. And it's hiding the frequencies. Some of the most unacknowledged aspects of our reality is the intention and use of frequencies and the intention and use of weather weapon systems and technologies that have been out there since the 40s, 1940s. Another topic in today's news is how the president did not save the coal, oil, or steel. And let's be frank with this. That's not in the plan to save petroleum or any fuels. In fact, many of you recently, and Greg, you probably very well remember how our governor here, Gavin Newsom, recently said that by the year 2035, there will be no more new cars 
sold in California or manufactured that run on petroleum-based products. That's the goal. So for those of you that are listening, please look up climate action resolutions, emergency climate action resolutions. What you will find is the elimination of all petroleum-based products. Now, we're talking about the elimination of fuels that it takes to operate your generators. So when you're in a blackout, that is going to happen, and we've done a complete discussion on powering off the grid, the electric grid worldwide, understanding that the electric grid is considered the world's largest machine because all life, all modern life is based upon the ability to connect to the electrical power grid. And Rothschild and other corporations and LLCs are busy disassembling that. Greg, you probably hear, as I do here in California, that we're going to have a flex power alert, which means everyone is being told to reduce your use of power or energy, dishwashers, washer dryers, air conditioning units, etc., generally between the hours of 3 and 10 p.m. And today, we're being told, likely over the next few days here in Northern California, that we're going to have a PSPS, that is called a public safety power shutdown. They're getting us used to having our energy turned off. So again, I can't underscore some of the recent YouTubes that I have up on StopTheCrime.net to understand what you must do in light of what we face, and we do face this. So that's one aspect of what is in the news, and we will cover more as we move on in this discussion, Greg. But they go on to say there's a threat from the nuclear weapons and missiles that has grown ever since Trump has entered office. That's what they're saying. And of course, we know that. That is an ongoing threat. We've recently certainly discovered and discussed the rods from God. That is a conversation after I get through the daily news, but I have a video up about the rods from God. It is an attack upon us from satellites using long spears that are literally pummeled from the satellite with direct precision and can launch like a nail into any city or deep underground. So the rods from God is something we'll go into a little bit further as well, Greg. Yes, I saw that on your website, and that is very concerning, especially when some people are talking about fake asteroid attacks, because that seems to be the technology that could justify something like that, that they would blame on a, a rock falling from space. But I did want to ask you a little more about California, since we are both here, and you mentioned the power outages, which, of course, the fires are the justification that they're claiming for those planned outages. You've referred to this as high-tech arson, and I was hoping maybe you could explain to people how we know that these fires are not natural, and how do these fires in 2020 compare to the previous years? Well, that is a very good question, Greg, and I do appreciate that. I've covered that immensely. As many of you may know, I have gone on to a number of fire investigations, including Paradise in California that burned in 2018, nearly took out that entire town. We investigated that with a retired fire captain of over 30 years. 
actually a couple retired fire captains, and my husband and I went out there. We were privy to seeing that the pulsations of the smart meters were also involved in that fire. So I'm going to go through the list of how and what we have discovered are the causes of the fires. So first of all, we're noticing that prior to the fires, which is what we're noticing right now, because tomorrow morning we're entering into a red flag fire warning. I don't know if that's the same for you down there, Greg, but here in Northern California, we're spinning into another planned potential fire event, and they call it the red flag fire warning. What that constitutes is extremely dry weather, heat, so we're going to be in the 90s over the next few days, and wind. Now, what they don't tell you is the heavy chemtrailing the days before. Now, I was in San Francisco yesterday. I live about 60 miles north of San Francisco, but during that travel back and forth from San Francisco, we were noticing just heavy chemtrailing. We knew that there was a red flag fire warning, and we can see now that they are going to be initiating likely a fire somewhere. So we saw the heavy chemtrailing. That is most important. So for all of you that are listening, start looking up at the skies. When you see heavy chemtrailing events, that's the movement of weather disasters, whatever weather disaster they decide to pummel on you. For us, it's fires. So we see the heavy chemtrailing. We know that the fires are not only high-tech arson, certainly the use of directed energy weapons from satellites, which is what we discovered during the Kincaid fire here in Northern California. We have a YouTube up called Fires, This is War. And it's only 15 minutes long. You might be very interested in looking at that because in 2019, October, November, one year ago from now, we had a huge fire here in Northern California and burned many rural areas and vineyards. And we went up about a month after the fire because there was such heavy rain and so many road closures and blockages of those roads to conceal the crime scenes that it took that kind of time for us to be able to get up into the burn zone. But Greg, what was interesting and disconcerting at the same time, while we were up there investigating the crime scene, and we were up there again with one of the 30-year retired fire captains, a 40-year arborist, and my husband Lou and myself, and we were filming. What we were noticing is the spy planes overhead that were tracking us. There was not only a plane, but then there was a black helicopter, and then we were actually approached by a black car. And they stopped and were just sort of quizzing us and acting like they were traveling through the wine country. I can tell you what we observed and what everyone needs to understand is what the chemtrailing, the overhead aerosols are doing to all plant life, not to mention what it is doing to creating weather events and various forms of mind control. But the heavy metals, particularly the aluminum and the barium that is being sprayed on us for decades, has been taken up in the small roots of the trees and other plant material as well. That is why we're noticing and seeing that the trees are burning from the inside out. And we have, again, footage on fires. This is war in that 15-minute video. So you can see those pictures for yourselves. So here we have trees 
very compromised. We have not only the heavily compromised trees, they are dying or they're soon to die. We have millions and millions and millions of dead trees, not only throughout the United States, but the rest of the world as well. In our many travels that included Russia, Cuba, certainly Ireland and the UK and South America, chemtrails everywhere without exception. And of course, we've seen, all of you have seen photographs of other people filming chemtrails in other parts of the world as well. So this is an absolute weather-controlled dynamic that we all face. In fact, Greg, you may want to look up and post this in this video. We came across a 1959 Disney presentation of weather control that we posted yesterday. And quite amazing to see what Disney said in their video. It starts out with more of a cartoonish kind of presentation. And that's where many people, I think, figure it ends. But when you get into this video a little bit further, which this is a clip of the more direct aspect of their description of weather control, a description done by Disney. Hmm. Now, I just did a video called Alert, Disarming America, Mind Control, Tesla, and more. And we discuss in that video the Tesla technology and how weather control was very much part of what Tesla had created, was planned to have been for our betterment, but sadly was taken over by those that want to profit, make money, and certainly want to get rid of, murder the majority of the global population. And in that document, again, alert, disarming America, and mind control, Tesla, and more, you will hear about how the walls of frequencies are placed along the Pacific coast, the Atlantic coast, and other locations throughout the world that prevent precipitation from coming in or create a long-standing drought as we face here in California, Greg. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're being told from the Mississippi River all the way on out to the Pacific Ocean, we're going to be in a long-standing drought, a mega drought. They call it mega drought. You can look this up. The definition of a mega drought is decades of very minimal precipitation. That's what California and all the states west of the Mississippi River are going to be presented with as a result of severe climate change, which is, of course, weather use of technology, weather weapons. So what we like to talk about with climate change is that we're not climate change deniers by any sense of the word. What we really have are weather technology deniers or weather weapon deniers. We do not have climate change deniers. I don't think anyone could say at this point that there isn't severe, severe historical levels of various types of attack, not only in the United States with floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, the dismantlement of all of our infrastructure, We're watching levees being blown away. We're watching millions and millions of acres of farmland literally being destroyed. We're watching farmers being destroyed. This is all by design. Right. They're using these weather weapons to exacerbate this stuff and make it seem so scary that we have to quickly jump on these climate action plans, as you mentioned. In fact, climate action plans that COVID is kind of fulfilling for them, it seems. 
Well, absolutely. And Greg, I think interesting what you could certainly do being in Southern California. You could type in San Diego, California climate action plans. Now, all of you that are listening, you can do the same thing in your city as well. I've certainly done that in thousands and thousands of countries all over the world, including Greenland and even Iran and Iraq and Russia. So climate action plans are everywhere. This is the globalist plan for the control of the world. And it really is bringing about what COVID is creating right now. Since you mentioned COVID, I don't want to neglect in saying this. California has just now decreed that each county, we're all now given color codes for the severity of COVID, COVID levels. In other words, the numbers of people that have tested positive for COVID. We've got these numbers now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what color you're in, Greg, but we're in red, which is the highest and the worst level of COVID cases. So we can pretty much guess in those areas that are red that there's going to be massive attacks in a variety of ways. So being that we're in red, what we're being told here in Sonoma County is that it has to be an equitable shared experience of COVID. And what they have said to us, the state has said to all of us now, and this will happen everywhere. So don't just hear me talking about California and think I'm skedaddling out of California to a safer spot. That's not possible. But let me just tell you what this plan is. So what they're telling us here in Northern California, that there are many more cases of COVID in the Hispanic communities, the more disenfranchised, the lower income areas within our county, the Hispanic area, the workers, those that pick the grapes, those that harvest the vegetables, those that do the hotel work, which is, of course, limited with COVID and all the other types of work. What they've been doing is massively wirelessly deploying technology into these disenfranchised communities all along by saying the telecom will come in and offer the kids wireless laptops so now they can do their distance learning while they're being electrified in their homes. This is being given to these areas free. As you might all recall, the free um, cell phones were distributed to low-income families so that they're not disenfranchised, that there's, again, equity, free and equal equity. Well, now with COVID, they're saying that the statistics in the lower income communities must improve and be on par with the statistics in the other areas within that county before any part of the county can open up. So I hope you all heard that. Before any other part of our county can open up, the statistics on COVID cases, positive COVID cases, must decline in the areas that they've intensified the frequencies that are causing the COVID symptoms in the first place. So that's impossible. So what do we see happening here? We see increased racial wars and division. Because if you're in a county and you have a low COVID rate of exposure and or of cases, the caseload, as they call it, is lower, all these fine words for this illusion. But then they're saying that in our position, the Latino community is higher. We must see that the Latino community declines in COVID cases. So let's talk about what's going to happen. Now, I'm talking about in any disenfranchised communities, anywhere 
worldwide. This is going to become how all of us are going to be entrapped in, again, race wars. And more importantly, is what we're going to see with code enforcement coming into our communities as a result of this. Because certainly with the climate action plans and the forcing of retrofitting our homes and the Rockefeller bank loans that are available for us to take out if when we're forced to change out aspects of our homes to become more energy efficient. Not saying that these things are not good to do. Many of these things are excellent to do. Sadly, many homeowners will be unable to afford. But getting back to COVID, what it's going to look like is they're going to send code enforcement out to these disenfranchised communities. They're going to do a bedroom count and a bathroom count. Many of these areas double up with families living in them. In fact, culturally, oftentimes in various cultures, a common situation that the grandparents will live with the younger families and help the younger families with babysitting and other aspects while the younger ones are working. Well, that puts a tremendous amount of individuals living in one house. And now under COVID, they're creating new architectural requirements for new designing of houses based on COVID requirements and the numbers of people that can live in the house. So let's break that down. Because I was in self-employed family building business for many decades when I stumbled into this as a result of getting architectural magazines that I still get, even though I am now retired out of that business, I was appalled to find out that plans are now being drafted to fulfill COVID distancing requirements in homes. Hmm. And how this will play out in the disenfranchised communities is code enforcement will go through and they'll use the census also. The census that all of you turned in data for, that will be used against you. Every way it will be used against you. So they'll go and they'll look at the number of people stated to be living in that house. And if there are six or eight people living in a two-bedroom, four-bath house, for example, and someone tests positive for COVID, which they will because those areas are densified with frequencies, they're going to require anyone in that house that is tested positive to quarantine outside of that residence in some type of a government facility. And in a situation where there might be a single mother and a single child, if the mother tests positive for COVID, they will remove that child, put that child in CPS or in an adopted situation while the mother is presumably recovering. This is called kidnapping. This is literally kidnapping our children and putting them in harm's way because we know that they're going after our kids. So I will add this right now. You must protect your family units. You must protect your children with everything you have because the laws are being set up now to further exploit children, drug trafficking, sex trafficking, adrenal chrome, where they scare children to the point and then harvest their blood to increase the power of those that drink it. So for those of you that doubt or question any of these things and you think this could be outrageous, please. Start thinking correctly and understand if you're not able to wrap your head around this, you're already pretty well mind controlled. And that has sadly been the reality that we face as a human species on earth today is the enormity of mind control. So the code enforcement will go through these disenfranchised communities. 
it'll be a quiet, forced separation of families. You won't hear about this on the news. And many of the disenfranchised communities are really not, they don't have a platform in many instances to discuss this. They might get misled over what's happening and it will come out in some other type of violent protesting, not realizing that this is really the plan unfolding now to go through the disenfranchised communities, separate the families, reduce the number of people in those homes to fit the COVID requirements because they're saying we will not get over or pass COVID unless we reduce the occupancy in the homes to a level that that home internal occupancy will afford safety of COVID. Well, you're making a lot of good points because people have been conditioned to believe that higher case numbers equals people not following the COVID rules and making life harder on the rest of us. So they can use frequency and testing to direct the public anger to any specific community they might want. And yes, you can see this is clearly a recipe for race-based fighting in the streets, class-based fighting in the streets, because of that conditioning that an increase in caseloads means you're not wearing the mask, you're not socially distancing. Meanwhile, we know that that's a setup because this isn't based on that, that the numbers are actually manipulated using the tools they have, which are the technology, the 5G, and of course, just where they decide to roll out more testing. Well, that is absolutely true, and they are rolling out more testing. So we're going to have many more false positives and many people testing for whatever it is that COVID ends up ultimately being, biological warfare to a certain extent, which is, of course, frequencies. So we have to understand what the frequencies are doing. I cover that quite extensively in the video I just posted a few days ago. Again, that's called Alert, Disarming America, Mind Control, Tesla, and more. I refer you to that video. Please share that video far and wide. In fact, Greg, it might be a good insert for your channel as well and during this discussion. People need to understand what is happening. And I am known for documents. Having grown up and been raised, I was third generation contractor in a Dutch-based family. Then my husband became a builder and a developer and we had our own business for years. I've been accustomed to reading city policies, planning department codes and policies. That's what I grew up with. So it was natural for me to start looking at the climate action plans early on and seeing with shock what was planned for us and no one was reading these documents. So I have a tab on StopTheCrime.net. It is entitled Kiss Your Gas Goodbye. We have been talking about the elimination of all petroleum-based products for many, many, many years, and they're in your climate action plans. So what we face is increased anger in racial divide because of COVID and certainly because of what I just explained with the square footage and the number of people in your houses. There's no way that you can answer that census form and not get caught up in a trap. So let me explain. That census form is data collection. It will be used against you because the very aspect of your states acquiring more money 
for schools education is a joke. Our schools are disinformation intended to keep us uneducated and in lies. The very aspect of what the census is based for is based upon literally reducing the population when you think about it. So you get your census and you say whatever, you know, how many people, the ethnicity, all the questions that that asks. If they don't snag you because of the COVID architectural aspect of the census forms or other data collecting forms that you may fill out, we recommend that no one participate in any surveys at all. Do not participate in any surveys. It's data collection, period. It's all for AI. It's all for predictive programming through the different types of plans that they have already ongoing in many of our states already. But I'll get into that in a second. So don't participate in any kind of surveys at all. And the various surveys that you have on your properties, they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to assist in vacating your property and having your home literally, potentially, go into default. Because if the lower-income families that are stacking up in houses so that they can make their mortgage payments are separated, they're not going to be able to make their mortgage payments. Think about the blight that is now going to be created in those areas. The bankers are going to snatch up those properties for peanuts on the dollar. Peanuts, the dollar's worthless anyway. So they're going to snatch up all those properties or they're going to sit abandoned for decades. As we see many buildings now, already lots of commercial buildings all over the country, all over the world, sitting boarded up, abandoned. For many years already now, we're seeing all of this. No occupancy allowed. Homeless cannot live in these places. They're just vacant. So we're going to be looking at the lower income communities, the poorer countries being massively, massively, massively set upon by these plans. And yet what you hear continuously is how they're going to create opportunity for the poorer economic countries. That's not the case. These countries will be taken down first, as well as the various communities within our own country, the USA, Inc. So let me ask you about this, because this plan is also going to affect the middle and upper income families as well. And it is part of the high tech arson plan. I've heard you talk about the fires in California being very engineered to attack certain areas. And then when those people's houses are destroyed, they're not allowed to rebuild. And even if they were, the insurance companies will no longer carry them. So they're using these fires to clear out huge areas that have been residential for almost the last century, right? Well, that's true. And let me expand upon that quite a bit here, Greg. Yes, the fires are strategic. These are not wildfires. These are directed fires. So when you think of fires, I want everybody to now envision the pinpoint accuracy of being able to direct fires, set them up and burn where they desire. That is what is happening now. I want to throw this in. Sadly, those people that have for many years been participating in saving animals and little 
salamanders, owls, frogs, etc. The environmentalist. Endangered species? Endangered species. That was really all set up so that lands would remain unbuildable, would remain in the open space. And that's what you're talking about right now with the strategic burning in areas where people will have difficulty rebuilding. And this is called the wildlands. They want to rewild most of the acreage in the United States. In other words, human access denied. And this was a very interesting map that was presented to the Senate back in the 90s when, and I just forget his name right this moment, but a very well-known doctor heard about this and found the map and took it to the Senate. Not that that matters. The Senate is all part of a fake illusion of government. But having said that, they did print that out. We do have the Wildlands Project map up on StopTheCrime.net. You can type in Wildlands Project map. And what you will learn are the planned areas that are not to be inhabited by people. And we're seeing that occurring now. Many of us during COVID, we're now seeing that the beaches are being closed. Many parks are being closed down now for a variety of reasons. They're saying that they don't have the park rangers available to keep the trails cleared. People are getting sick with COVID, so they're not able to maintain the parks. No, this is all part of a massive design to entrap us and to confine us and tighten up that confinement of all of us. In fact, very soon, Greg, you and I may end up being neighbors because they'll be consolidating our communities and squeezing us in to what we call human population controlled centers. Now, not everyone will get to those locations. Many people will be killed prior to that because the weather and assault of weather weapons on all of us is historic levels of weather events now. We are seeing the increased number of hurricanes in the Gulf Coast. In fact, again, I cannot underscore, look at that 1959 Disney that we just posted on our YouTube video channel of StopTheCrime.net where it explains exactly what I was talking about with the Tesla technology and literally setting up frequency and fog fences to literally circumvent weather conditions. There is no more natural weather. So for any of you that think you can see a real cloud, no. They're all structures. Everything now is manufactured. When you say that word everything, that's where a lot of people's brains turn off. But that's because you're under mind control. And I'm sorry to say that. It is very real that this has now happened. We're seeing that in all levels of government. We're seeing how this country is being taken down and shredded. In fact, I'm just posting today on our channel, Greg, something that you'll want to probably grab and insert in this discussion. And I'm going to go over that right now, but I don't feel I've covered the fires adequately yet. But let me throw this in right this second. Okay. This is about the emotional states and our behavior that it has on all the illusioned politicians. We don't have politicians. Again, as I said, that's the entertainment division for our controllers, our overlords. They control the judiciary systems. All of our court systems are corrupt, illegitimate, and they don't exist for us. The court system was set up. Attorneys have bar cards, British Accreditation Regency. They don't exist for us. So if you hear anybody promoting 
going to court, the only benefit that that would have is to possibly get that discussion out on a broader basis so people can hear about this court lawsuit or whatever you want to call this expensive money, generally to no avail. Occasionally, some lawsuits are allowed some level of victory, but it's only to keep the illusion of a functioning people's representative court system as a reality. It does not exist for us. So as I read documents and information, Greg, and I read a lot, when I hear the solutions are to go to your local city council meetings, your local county board of supervisors, go to your school boards, go to FEMA, all of these are corporate agencies doing business for the global worldwide controllers. Now, does that mean that all the employees are involved? No, many of them don't even know because things are so compartmentalized now that they're working to take down mankind and to destroy us. But certainly those linemen that work for the utilities that were deploying the smart meters on us, did they know that those meters were going to be used to slowly cook and kill us in our homes? No, not likely. Were many of them told as they were deploying these meters here in Northern California during those deployments? Absolutely. In fact, many of them were afraid to deploy because people were concerned, more than concerned about what they were doing. So it's most important for everyone that has a job, you really need to look at what is that job doing to humanity? Does that mean you have to quit your job? Well, that's up to you. But if you're a lineman rolling out 5G and you need a paycheck, well, sadly, many people do reduce their morality and their code of ethics for a paycheck. That's why we're in the state we're in. Greed and no moral values. None. That's why we're being offed. We're considered useless feeders now by those that are in control and have all the money and wealth. And they look at us as stupid. They've educated us into stupid. That's what they've done. And now they look at us as being useless feeders. And when you look at and read that 43-page document or thereabouts, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, I would highly recommend, bare minimum reading, 40-some-odd pages, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Read that. Read it slowly. Treat it as a textbook. Highlight it, mark it, tag it, understand these are the plans that are being implemented and have by and large already been implemented upon us. Well said. And we talked earlier about the power outages. And of course, here in California, it's the fires that are being the justification for these outages. But you said that a lot of people need to be concerned about power outages and the grid going down nationwide, worldwide. And I wanted to get into that a little bit more so people outside of California realize this is not just a California problem. And you also mentioned smart meters, which you've made a great point before that these meters are data collection so that when the climate action plan comes in, they can throttle back your usage uh, based on your previous use usage and make sure everyone has a 30, 40% reduction, and then they can just control that at the meter. And that is a, a scary level of control. But why do other people in the rest of the country need to be worried about grids going down, power outages, and this, this term you've used, microgrids, that we're going to be pushed towards? Right. Okay. Well, 
boy, let me cover all of that. Deep conversations here. Okay, so getting into the smart meters, very important to understand these are a weapon system that has been attached to your home. Now, here in California, we were able to get the opt-out. All of you, no matter what utility company you have, can opt out of the smart meter if you have it. The sad reality, though, is if you opt out, you pay a monthly fee and a initial fee to have your smart meter removed, but they no longer are replacing it with the original analog meters that were taken off your homes. Fortunately, many people were able to keep their original analog meters, which means they cannot drive by your home with a wand and pick up the frequencies because it's got a component of wireless. That is what the new meters are when you say you want to opt out of the smart meter. They can just drive up your street with a wand and collect the data. That is not an original meter that we once had. It's still a smart meter. So why are smart meters dangerous? Well, first of all, they have small lithium-ion batteries. The lithium-ion batteries degrade. They're highly combustible. There should not be an allowance in any state that has any fires to allow lithium-ion batteries, period. And what they're talking about with the microgrids that you just asked me about, Greg, what is going to happen? And we're seeing it again, as I mentioned a little bit ago here in Northern California, we're being told that over the next few days, we're going to have a PSPS, a planned safety power shutdown. Now, there's nothing about the reality of this because the fires are attacks. So when they add another attack on top of an attack, you have to understand there's something larger behind it. While the fires are horrific, deadly, burning down homes, we're in an area here of such mass despair and disruption and economic decline. It's unimaginable. Before COVID, Northern California in the areas of the high fire burned out zones, our local economies were already devastated, devastated. And then on top of that, we're breathing the toxic deadly smoke, another attack on us with nanofibers and particulates that are going to cause brain reductions. Just very much like the responders and many people that lived in New York after the inside job of the trade towers, within eight years, many of these people were dying of a variety of illnesses, cancers, etc. That is what is going to happen with the fire areas. Now, can you move out of these areas? Yes, temporarily. But when you look at the climate action plans, fires are the main component of the weather attacks worldwide everywhere. Why? Because they're chemtrailing and heavily basting all of us with heavy metals that combust and ignite and burn so quickly that the firefighters aren't even equipped to manage these fires. And the main aspect of firefighting now is, first of all, evacuations. They've got people here now trained to have a backpack, your bug out bag, So you can run to your car, potentially if you're in the country, get stuck in traffic and not be able to really outrun the fire and get burned while you're waiting in line. Now, many people are choosing to fight the fires because we really truly are on our own. And if you do decide to do that, 
You need training. You need to look at videos on how you would do that. It's not for everyone. I can tell you that you are risking your life. There are many ways to risk your life these days and many traps that you will not survive as it is in the first place. But we do have a video on StopTheCrime.net. I did it about a year ago. You'll find it posted about a year ago. I think I called it Fire and Power Outage Preparedness Meeting. And Matt, our retired fire captain of over 30 years, was heading up that meeting, giving some very good points on how to prepare your house to prevent it from burning down. And there are many aspects of that where you're located, the types of combustible plant material around you, because everything's combustible, but more importantly, the amount of water you have available. In the 2017 fires that we experienced here in Northern California, when in a period of a day, we lost over 5,000 homes, the largest fire to that point. And then, of course, the town of Paradise burned almost completely down to the ground a year later. But conveniently, the tanks that held the water at the top of one of the hills were very high-valued homes were that were destroyed. Those tanks were presumably being retrofitted for earthquakes, and they were empty. So the night of the fire, there was no water pressure up there on the hill. And then, of course, the water pipes burn and they get benzene, which is cancer-causing. This has happened in the town of Paradise, where people now that are rebuilding can't even connect up to the water supply any longer. It will take something of upwards $50 million to re-establish the water availability up in the town of Paradise, California, that burned in 2018. There isn't that money. So people that are rebuilding are putting 5,000-gallon tanks out on their driveways and having water deliveries. And that's the water they're using in their homes because they can't connect to the plumbing. So as we work through these planned attacks, and they are, understand you're the enemy, you're on a battlefield. Now, would you go out on a battlefield wearing your swimsuit and thongs? Or would you wear the clothes that you need to wear when you're under attack? So what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is that we're all going to be in a fire area, whether you are right now or not. It doesn't matter where you are. Even the bogs in Ireland that I visited were on fire a year or so ago. Very unusual. This does not happen. Look at what they did to Australia. Look what they have done in the Amazon. They've been burning up Italy. There are fires in Russia everywhere. A couple of years ago in Italy, people were having to vacate the hotels and literally dive into the ocean to prevent themselves from being burned alive. Hmm. This is all what is being done to us. And this is going to happen more often for people in areas that are not used to fires, and that's going to affect the grids going down in their area because the fire makes the grid vulnerable, so they have to shut it down. And people are going to have to find, I guess, some way to, to get power that doesn't come from the traditional grid? Well, that's absolutely the fact. In fact, again, the video that I recently did about the power grid and the failure of the grid It's most important to understand that most Americans and people all over the world are unaware of the vulnerability of the power grid and that it's aging and it's been asset stripped. They have not been repairing the grid and it's now more vulnerable than ever because they've amped up the weather attacks on the grid. Before when that was installed, 
we didn't have the type of monstrous attacks. We were getting attacks on the grid because weather control has been in place since the 1940s. Certainly during Operation Popeye in Vietnam and Operation, I think it was either Nile Blue or Blue Nile in Cuba, which I found out was happening in the mid-70s, raining out the Ho Chi Minh supply line for Operation Popeye in Vietnam and Operation Nile Blue or New Blue Nile, I can't remember, but you can look it up. They were preventing rain in Cuba to reduce the tobacco yields in Cuba to hopefully continue to take over Cuba, which, by the way, the United States has been in control of Cuba all along. The Vatican and the IMF. Cuba has been used as an off-island child sex ring, drug trafficking. Make no mistake. It wasn't sitting idly 90 miles off Florida being completely severed from the United States. Not at all. Castro was put in place by the CIA. All of this has been planned. When I visited Cuba, I see what's going to happen here. And what is happening here has already been implemented in Cuba. Food rationing, minimal amounts of calories that people can buy. They make $25 a month. They have to live in multiple families in these little shanties. This is what it's going to be like here. But now with COVID, you can't live like that with multiple people in shanties. They have cisterns on their roofs to collect the wastewater treatment. In other words, the treating of their human waste is collected as drinking water. That's what's been forecast here in the United States by executive order. Because to presumably allow access to water, we're going to have to drink our fecal, our urine, and our pharmaceuticals that we literally create. They say that way a drought won't matter. Yes, yeah, that's a great point. And I just wanted to point out that I had that in my notes. It is Presidential Executive Order 13834, Toilet to Tap, Required Treatment of Municipal Sewer Water, for drinking. So that is a, a real thing, you know. I, I got the, the note right there if anyone wants to look that up. Well, it's called pure water. They're making it sound delicious and it's deadly. It is intended to kill us, just as everything else is. So getting back to the grid. Okay, so again, most people are completely unaware of how vulnerable the grid now is and how it is being set up as a weapon. And the real story, of course, is how the grid is going to be used to hold countries hostage. And that's going to be happening very, very soon. And we're literally, all of us, going to be plunged into long-term darkness. I'm not talking about a couple of days. Not a couple of days like we've been plunged into darkness here due to the fires. I don't know if you've lost electricity down where you are, Greg. Have you yet? Not yet. Not yet. I know people who have, but not me personally. Well, that will be happening. It's going to become more of a printed occurrence. You're going to know about it. You're expecting it. And they're prepping you to certainly end up in that situation. But what we have to understand is the vulnerability of the grid. Again, I did a very in-depth video coverage of that because everybody needs to imagine what it's going to be like without electricity for an extended period of time or being without electricity because you've used up your quota, as you were saying, with the smart meter grid and the smart meters and the allotments that we're going to be getting. In fact, not only are there smart electric meters that have already, by and large, been deployed, deployed, a military term, but also smart wireless water meters. 
Now, here in California, the bulk of the water meters are in our sidewalks. So many people would not be noticing those change outs. But you can pop open the lid in your sidewalk. Just make sure you put it back correctly and take a look and find out if it's now digital. Most likely it is. I can tell you here in Northern California, they plan to have all the water meters changed out, well, already here in the Santa Rosa, Sonoma County area. At the time that I was looking this up, Greg, there were four collection sites of where the frequencies of these water meter reads were being sent. So imagine four collection sites in an area where there are 350,000 people, and these wireless meter reads, frequencies, are pell-melling through the town to go to those locations for the meter reads so they can bill you. So imagine the increased frequencies of that on our brains, okay? Imagine all of the Wi-Fi hotspots. Imagine all of the cell towers. In fact, years back, we did an antennasearch.com, and we were able to see the amount of antennas that were deployed in certain areas, and then you could type, and it would give you a four-mile radius of where those antennas were deployed. Now, that's pretty well outdated because they use satellites now for frequency emitters. 5G is now satellite-based. In fact, there is a 5G map. I have that in my last video, how you can get to that 5G map, a worldwide 5G deployment map. And they're deploying 5G in land, air, and sea. Land, air, and sea. So there is not going to be mitigating the frequencies. What is being said to us in the Climate Action Plans and the International Paris Climate Accords is that we must get back to pre-industrial usage of modern conveniences, such as electricity, water, food, etc. Now, pre-industrial usage is back in 1750, the year 1750. But imagine living like that. Now, we're not talking Little House on the Prairie or Bonanza here. We're talking about being pummeled into a lifestyle that millions of people will die. They will not be able to survive in that lifestyle. But more importantly, back then, they didn't have frequencies being used on them. Do you know that they have methodologies now with this technology where they don't need to plug in these killing technologies? They can literally be fed from solar and they can be moved around. That's what's being done on the U.S.-Mexican border right now. They're talking about that border wall. Do you know that that system is coming out of Israel? The technology? We're paying Israel billions of dollars for technology to kill us. Right. And apparently Israel is also behind a lot of the software that runs the grid, too. Like we've outsourced that to foreign nations as well. Well, absolutely. And here in California, Caltrans, who operates our road system, and now they have sensors in all the roads, those are all operated through China. So, you know, we need to understand, I'm not trying to fearmonger here. What I am trying to do is appeal to your higher intellect if you're not too badly mind-controlled and think out of the box. Because we can be very smart, collectively or individually, if we know what we face, we can create workarounds. Many people have been doing that. Many people will survive longer than others because they are aware of what is happening. 
So in order to survive as long as you can, there are things you can take. I would certainly recommend, and I've done this throughout many of the shows I've done, Greg, is people have a power outage party. But turn your water off too, because when the power goes out, you're not going to have water, gas, or electricity. And in many instances, your sewers, if you're in a city, are going to be backed up into your house. So you're going to need to know where to disconnect your sewer from your house. You're going to have to know that. Get a plumber out to your property so that you can put that plug in there so the sewer won't back up. We found out that there was a town in central California where the wastewater treatment plant had been disintegrated by an acid that is as a result of the geothermal operations. There's a toxic acid, and they call it acid rain. And when we absorb it as people, we urinate that out. And this town was discovering that their wastewater treatment plant, the concrete was being eroded away, and the rebar. And the mayor was, and the city officials that are all behind all of this, by the way, all your city officials are behind this. If you want to know who to talk to (laughs) now that you can no longer talk to anybody because it's all Zoom, this is all intentional also, to not be able to have meetings because I knew the public at some point would become wise to the fact that your illusion of elected officials, they approved all these plans. You can type in the name of your plan, Greg, again, you know, in San Diego, California, Climate Action Plan, within the first couple of pages, you're going to see the names of your city council members, your planning departments, and other staff and city manager who signed these plans. And you're also going to see a liability disclaimer by the Department of Energy, the U.S. government, a disclaimer. Now, Greg, I've got to get this in right now. This is absolutely vital. So for everyone that's listening, I'm going to read you something right now. And we are going down. We are really going down the banking system as we have heard. Now, I just found this just because I read the inserts of all the bills I receive. I recommend that you all do that. It's very boring, very fine print and pages. But here's what I found in a recent bank statement. It says force majeure. Now, I had to look up what majeure meant. I thought, why are they using this word M-A-J? E-U-R-E. And I looked it up and it says circumstances beyond somebody's ability to prevent something, to follow through on a contractual agreement. Circumstances preventing somebody from following through on a contractual agreement. Now we're talking about the bank. So let's talk about what the banks are telling us now. This is absolutely critical because this not only involves commercial accounts and savings and deposit accounts, But this also concerns safety deposit and rental box agreements, terms and conditions. And these are changes that are effective December 1st of 2020. Although as I read into this, the very second line of this is that it's effective December 1st of 2019. So it's obviously retroactive and they're not explaining that to you, but I just did. So here's what the banks are doing now. Force majeure, in other words, anything beyond their control, they're not responsible for. And they're saying now the new terms are in their contractual agreements with you, whether you've signed a contract or not, these are now all the new terms. So anyone that has accounts, 
this is what you are agreeing to. And this is quote, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Quote, you agree that we, the bank, will not be liable for any loss, expense, failure to perform, or any delays resulting from an act or event beyond the bank's reasonable control that prevents the banks from performing their obligations under the bank customer's agreement, such as acts of nature. We have no more acts of nature, guys. It's all controlled. They're calling it acts of nature. This is how they're going to not give you your money back or allow you to take money out of your safety deposit boxes. Let me continue. So you're agreeing that anything as follows is out of their control, the bank's control, such as acts of nature, military actions, strikes or labor disputes, embargoes, government orders, civil unrest, terrorist attacks. Well, the banks are the terrorists, everybody, but they cite terrorist attacks. Failure of communication or electrical systems, power outages, outbreaks, epidemics, pandemics, and any other cause not within the bank's reasonable control. The banks, the global banksters, are controlling all these causes to create the theft of all of us that are using their system. Greg, I just discovered this in my bank statement yesterday. Wow. Yeah, wow. So, again, how do you prepare? Well, you create a network as best you can. You don't live in those areas that I described. I would not recommend you move out of the country. There are many people that have. Expats have been moving to Central and South America. I've talked to a lot of these expats. They're moving into third world countries. They're happy because their cost of living is less. They can have servants in their homes. You're turning those countries into slaves for you when you relocate because you can have people work your new homes that are not reinforced. And they don't have firefighting departments like we do here. We were in Ecuador and there were some fires. And literally the villages in those areas have to put those fires out. There is no firefighting companies where we were in this village. But they already all have the cell towers around the ridges of all of the areas. They have smart meters. Many of those areas are fluoridated. They're third world countries run by the IMF and in many areas by the Vatican. They're totalitarian, dictatorial regimes. The police departments are nothing more than gangs that go into expats' homes in the early morning hours, beat them up, and steal their stuff. And this has happened to a number of people that I personally know. They've been beaten up by the local police. So when they're in the hospital and they recover from the beatings and they try to get the police to find out who did this, the police will not work on those crimes like they do their own. So if you are an expat from wherever you are, whether you're in Central America or South America, from Germany or wherever you're from, not just from only the United States, many people are living in gated communities with guards. Now, when we were down there, we were randomly stopped by road police that were fleecing through the cars. And to travel an hour and a half, I think we went through about two or three different police 
stops, arbitrary police stops. And you have to have your passport on the dashboard so that they can immediately see who's inside and they do look. And it's highly patrolled. Monsanto has moved in large in that many of the papayas, the coconuts, the other fields that we saw are completely GMO'd. Completely GMO'd. When these people were the salt of the earth growing their crops in their soils, but they're also heavily chemtrailed. So there isn't any such thing as organic anymore. The best that people can do too is put up a small greenhouse or create a hoop house and look that up. Create a hoop house. Order lots of seeds like alfalfa seeds, mung beans, sunflowers. You can sprout those. Some of the best greens you can have when food is limited in supply because you don't want to buy some of these stored food supplies that have poisons in them as ingredients. When you're in that kind of high stress level, you're going to have to try to get to some high quality food and that's going to be difficult. So I've noticed when people have been ordering for seeds to sprout that that's now becoming very difficult, less available. But another thing that I would highly recommend, if you're in the city, you can grow sprouts on your kitchen window or wherever you can get some sunlight. Very easy to grow sprouts. Look that up while you can, while you still have an internet, because the internet's going down. You have to look at various forms of communication devices. We're highly recommending that people start getting ham radios. Many people are not necessarily getting licensed, because if you are licensed for a ham radio, and you are in uh, what they claim a natural disaster, nothing's natural. But if you're in a natural disaster for one reason or another, the county will look up all those licensed ham radio operators and either come and confiscate your equipment or require that you work for them in the state of a created man-made disaster. So that's the problem with the licensing of ham radio operators. That's also one reason why CAL FIRE here has been taking out the ham repeaters that were set up for the benefit of ham radio operators. So when you set up a network of ham radio operators, you can literally team up and transpond through the various ham radio operators. We're working on that now. Technically, we should be able to continue some form of communication from the East Coast to the West Coast. We're going to need to know who's surviving, how they're surviving. Because in that Rockefeller document that we talked about, that scenario planning for a pandemic, they talked about how on the front page of The Economist it would say the world is bankrupt. Now, I hope all of you realize that The Economist is operated by the cabal. But they said the front page of The Economist, the very front page was going to say the world is bankrupt. They talk about how cities will be cut off from communication. They will not have power. In many instances, they won't have water. They're going to be very much on their own. Some areas that are still able to have some technology involved, like 3D printing, can create and make tools that they may not have. They talked about how various pockets, dependent on the ingenuity, would survive better. And that you wouldn't know because there's no way of communicating. In other words, if I can't get to you, Greg, in San Diego, and you can't get to me up here in Northern California, and all the communication is severed and we're in the dark, 
then I don't know what's going on with you unless we've made some prearrangements, right? And if you can't travel outside of your area because they've now created these electronic frequency fences that you can't cross out of, and I do mean this. When we went to a fish hatchery a few years ago on the Russian River, which is the river that runs by Bohemian Grove, we were watching them put in RFID chips into these little three to four inch fingerling coho salmon because they're saying they're endangered. And of course, they're killing them, right? But they're endangered. So really what was happening? They were putting in the RFID chips, putting these little guys back in the tanks and then releasing them into the rivers. Now I asked this question. I said, so you've got these RFID chips in these little guys. How are you tracking them? They said, well, we have receivers hidden along the banks of the rivers. Now, I interviewed a man that escaped from Hungary in World War II as a boy. In fact, he was, I think, only 15 years old. He and a number of other boys had to escape or they would be sequestered into military service or worse, put into these work camps where most people died. So these boys left via drainage ditches and streams and creeks to get out to the ocean to then swim to a country that was not under the war conditions that Hungary was in. And now we can't do that because we can't get out through streams and creeks. So don't think you can bug out and run into the woods. Oh, think twice. They have land satellites that are infrared. We recently discovered, and that's in my last video, um, again, alert, disarming America, where the FBI has these Cessnas, planes, that fly overhead and sequester data from everybody that's protesting. They know everyone who's protesting. They can fly up to 15,000 feet overhead and beam off of everybody's cell phones. And they can see through uh, thick haze and take footage, camera footage of all these folks. Did you know that? No. Well, now you do. That's, now I do. That's in my last video. I didn't know this before, but I was quite stunned. I was more than stunned that this is what has happened to the country that we live in, and we are truly the enemy. So if you think you can bug out and run in the woods, think twice, particularly if you're dragging children along thinking you can outrun these types of technologies. Yes, for many people, you will be thrown back into a lifestyle of the mid-1750s, but you've got high-tech surveillance and high-tech equipment that's chasing you around. This is truly, truly the Hunger Games, wherein you see these different districts impoverished, no food. They're just in shambles. And then you see this high-tech being used during the games. This is what is. So I urge all of you to please take action. Be empowered by what you can do to survive, because if you want to, you're going to need to. And don't be frightened into fear. Embolden yourself. Empower yourself with this information. What the controllers are counting on is that you will be so horrified, you will be horrified into inaction. And then 
when they use the frequencies on you, you will be completely mind-controlled, and you will be mind-controlled slaves. We already have enough of them. So for those of you that can still think, and you know you still can, if you know you can, then you need to as quickly as possible. And getting out of the dense population frequency zones is also a must when thinking of relocating and looking at the kinds of shielding that will potentially become available if some of you guys think about ways in which we must survive by shielding the frequencies. Many people have been working on this. Yes, I've heard some great advice from you on that front because the EMF environment is very difficult to deal with. Don't sleep on a wire spring mattress. Women don't have underwire bras. I think that's good advice because it only exacerbates the conductivity of these fields. Well, this would also be jewelry. This would also be, sadly, rings. This would be change that you keep in your pockets, but not to worry, change is going to go by the wayside because it's going to be transmitting COVID, which is what they're saying now the paper currency is going to do too. Another reason to digitize everything and sequester all your assets. But that being aside, yes, dirty electricity is an enormous problem we all face. And certainly back in the mid-70s, the Russians beamed in frequencies into a specific area in Medford, Oregon. It went in through the antennas on their homes, whether they were watching television or not, and through the house wires. And it created a mood shift where people became very, very depressed. And within, I think it was a 48-hour period, a couple of day period of time, there were a couple dozen suicides. So they sent the men in black to find out what had happened. There is a nearby U.S. base, military base there, they went there to ask them if they had done this, and they said no, but they were aware that the Russians had done this. The Russians apparently have admitted that they were allowed to beam these frequencies in on Medford and kill about a dozen people from suicides. So when you think about the Deagle.com website and the percentage of deaths, It talks about the majority of deaths will be created by suicides. That's going to be frequencies, you guys. Frequencies being beamed on you to shift your moods. Also in combination with the use of the weather. It has been well established that weather creates mood swings in people. There's that sad syndrome, certainly up in areas where there is less sun than other areas where people do suffer from different levels of depression. Think about how all this is orchestrated. Think about how Big Pharma and the psychiatrists are drugging people because of technology that has been created to literally strip everything from us, our humanity, and put us on drugs, all kinds of drugs. I was once at a meeting in San Francisco. It was a horrific meeting. And somehow or another, my husband and I, and I've talked about this on many radio shows, ended up in a small breakout room that was a drug company's breakout room. It was a big table, maybe 20 chairs around this table. And we sat down. We didn't know what it was. We just knew it was a drug-related little gathering, and we were curious. So they start going around the table introducing what drug manufacturers they're with, and I was concerned about how we were going to answer that question. 
certainly not being any association with drugs. And we were able to answer it sufficiently where we did not get booted out. And I was hearing the unthinkable. One of the takeaways that I will never forget was their branding going forward of pharmaceuticals. And they said their branding going forward will be that pharmaceuticals is food, is food. And I remember listening to their conversations around that table. And that's where I heard off the coast of San Diego, three miles off the coast in international waters, there were a number of ships experimenting on people, things that you could not do if you were not in international water. Mm. So we're talking about the evolution, recreating new humans. And I would love to come back on with you, Greg, at a later time and get into that in greater detail. I think, though, for the moment, it's enough to leave it where people need to stay alive as long as possible Yes. so that we can navigate further into what the plans are further down the road for all of us. But for right now, my heart breaks. I'm in a lot of sadness. Sometimes I call it truth trauma because it is very painful. I look around at people and I don't want people to be gone. I don't want that. I'm in defense of humanity. So I guess we're nearing the end of this period of time. Are we not, Craig? Yes, we are. In fact, you've gone a a little bit extra with me, which I do appreciate. We're lucky to really have the freedom and flexibility to do that when it happens. But thanks so much for sharing all this with us and tying together so many threads that can be confusing and overwhelming. I guess, is there anything else you'd like to tell them about following up with your work or subscribing to the email blast, other resources, stuff like that, before we just call it in? Well, absolutely. For those of you that are unaware of targeted individuals, I have a special section on StopTheCrime.net about targeted individuals. They're called TIs. Millions and millions of individuals and families and children are targeted by boots on the ground in their communities worldwide. When I say boots on the ground, what I mean is a different level of police force, policing, I guess is how you might look at it, where there are gang stalkers that literally are on the streets to continually create an emotional assault against victims and also using directed energy weapons. It's a horrific, torturous crime that is allowed. It's legal. And there are millions of people that are literally on death's door continuously because of the extreme pain and suffering. Now, this sadly is not only just just destroying people's lives, breaking up families, but most people don't believe that this is happening. And they have voice-to-skull technology easily where people are, in fact, hearing voices in their head. So I'd like to finish up by saying if you run in to people that are talking about this, do your own investigation first because there are many videos. I talk about this at length. I've interviewed many targets through the years. In fact, I have a split website where we're moving our old StopTheCrime.net information to a new section. On the original site, you'll see Rinse Radio and If you click on that, you'll see over a 100 radio shows that I did when I was on the Rinse Radio Network. 
and I interviewed a number of targeted individuals. You need to hear their stories. You can type in YouTube targeted individuals, and you'll see a cascading number of people talking about the kinds of targeting that they're enduring. I can say that one of the videos I do highly recommend, I believe the name of it is, and this is not me, but this is the title of the video, uh, My Experience as a Targeted Individual. And the man's name is Myron, M-A-Y-R-O-N, May, M-A-Y. And he has a three-part, half-hour YouTube video series that he put out and discussed his targeting. His family members thought he should go into a mental hospital. Don't do that to your family members. This is where we are headed. All of you are targeted. Mind control is a central type of new control. That is why so many people are unaware. I know for all of us that have a better grip of what's going on, we scratch our heads. We keep saying, how can there be so many people that are not awake? They're mind-controlled. Frequencies are being used on their brains. They're taking drugs. Remember, big pharma is food. They have had certain levels of chemical lobotomies done to our neighbors, people that live in our communities. Mm -hmm. So again, it seems so strange, Greg, that there's a few that seem to understand and so many don't. And I once talked to a friend and I was told, Deborah, this is a battlefield. We're on a battlefield. We're going to have to get used to people we know dropping beside us and we can't help them. So with that, I would say love the ones you love the most even more. Live in right conduct each and every single day and always, always do the next best right thing because we have the opportunity now to define who we are. Imagine what your boundaries are in your mind before circumstances befront you that would cause you to rob, steal as things continue to collapse around us. It's up to each one of you to do some preparation. Don't be the marauders on the street stealing from your neighbors. Get prepped up as best you can with the resources and money that you have. Be responsible because we're going to know that there are going to be many irresponsible people on the streets. And this is part of the controller's design is for us to kill one another and the great pleasure that they will take with all the cameras and satellites watching all of this death and destruction and blood. This is how they get power. This is how they froth at the mouth when they're in the situation room at the White House watching what happened in Benghazi, Mm. loving every minute of what was happening to those Navy SEALs as that embassy was being taken apart, loving every minute. So realize the cameras are on you. Your behavior is being monitored. And in fact, I would say this, and I don't have proof about this, but I believe it's a strong possibility. There's two things you need to know about when you go into 
any kind of a doctor's office, wherever it is that they may require a temperature test, don't let them hold that wireless temperature tracking device at your head because that causes calcification of the pineal gland. But before it does that, it reduces melatonin so that you're not able to get in the deep recovery sleep that you need to have to recover from all these assaults during the day. Rather, tell them that you want them to take this temperature on the inside of your wrist or the fold of your elbow. Don't let them shoot you in the head. For kids especially, this is like getting them accustomed to having a gun held at their head. And just do the best you can with trying to survive, understanding the myriad of ways that they're trying to kill you. And go to StopTheCrime.net. Please subscribe. Hit the bell notification. Listen to all that we've done. Download. Make CDs out of these things, DVDs, whatever. Download the documents. Get this stuff off of that website because they will be taking down the Internet. All the years and years of documents that we have up there, and I mean years. And that's why I recommend people type in StopTheCrime.net When you get to the opening page, it shows differently on cell phones than it does on a computer. So when I type that in my computer, stopthecrime.net, at the top I will see the opportunity to go to, it'll say visit our YouTube channel. Click on that. The YouTube channel I consider to be cliff notes of much of the documents that we have posted on the site. And you can spend a lot of time on that site. I wish you would. Go to the Resource Document tab and download many of the military documents and patents that have created this life-threatening reality that we all live in. Go and take a look. In fact, what I would like and how I would like to end the show today with you, Greg, and to those that are listening, I would love it for us to resume another conversation soon while we still can, and I would like to go over some of the NASA war document plans. Yes, yes, that was uh, on my list as well. But there's just so much going on. It would be great to focus a conversation on that, definitely. Well, Greg, I really appreciate your action, your efforts to alert and warn people. And for everyone, again, that have listened, take some kind of action. Your lack of action is our demise. You're involved in all of our demise. So I would definitely help forward out this information as quickly as you can, to as many as you can, and understand your reality. Decide, self-activate, decide what you can do. I certainly self-activated. I know Greg is (laughs) self-activated. So again, thank you so, so much, Greg. You got it. Thank you. Very heavy stuff, but people should remember, don't fall into panic. Reject the anti-life agendas. Educate the people you love, have a plan, and build the networks that we're going to need. Can't thank you enough. You're so dedicated and it is so needed. So appreciate it. Take care. And hopefully we will talk again in the future. Thank you. It's the end of the world as we know it. And uh, I don't feel so fine. If you are a bit queasy after this one, you are not alone. I left my office all fired up and my wife had to hear about it (laughs) pretty much every day since. 
This was an intense one, and it's hard to keep a light, positive, humorous attitude when this is what we're dealing with. But I am very thankful that we have Deborah out there reading these documents, going to these meetings, and actually offering up some resistance. Actually make them feel like someone is paying attention, because you go to any of these city council meetings, and there's nobody there. It's so much like Parks and Rec, it is sad. And I don't know if it's futile or not, but getting involved in our local governments, making sure when they sell us out, they at least have eyes on them, they have an audience. I guess I hope that maybe that would cause their guilt to take over in some cases. It's tough to say, but I've been a fan of Deborah's for a long time. I'm really glad we could finally get her here. She stays super busy, and she spent an extra 20 minutes with us today, so I'm thankful for that as well. It's sad to hear about the losses of her friends and family in Northern California. It's sad to have your sanctuary burnt to the ground no matter who or where you are. I've seen comments on her videos where people have no empathy and say, Oh, well, you have a half a million dollar house in California. You'll be fine. And I just shake my head because that doesn't mean that their loss isn't real. Some people work for an extra decade compared to those in the Midwest so that they can finally reach that level of quote-unquote owning something. You know, we never really own anything. Or sometimes these homes are inherited from a generation when it wasn't so insanely priced, and this is the one asset a family has been able to pass down. We're on the same side here, you know? But I agree with a lot of her points about weather weapons. They pump up this idea of climate change for 10 years, drill it into our heads everywhere we look, and then they have free reign to use fires, hurricanes, earthquakes, droughts, everything they can. And nobody bats an eye because, well, they told me this was going to happen. They told me things were going to get chaotic and the weather was going to be amped up to 11, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised when that's the reality. Of course, Deborah doesn't think we do, but I suspect we still have some natural weather events, but you cannot discount that a lot of this is controlled, and it targets specific communities, and it's just another wealth destruction technique to wipe out anyone who's even doing halfway all right. Hey, you worked really hard, but your business is closed because of COVID, and now your house is burnt to ash. Good luck out there! Resource throttling, blackouts, and all the rest of it. Man, when she really gets into the details, I know I start to feel quite vulnerable. The idea of the sewer backing up because of a blackout really made me think, because I could entertain myself for longer than most people without lights or TV, but if I'm up to my ankles in shit water, well, that's going to make it hard to focus on reading or something like that. Maybe it's time to come up with some kind of plan. <sighs> but tie this stuff in with Whitney Webb's last show and who really controls our critical infrastructure? Who sold us the software that manages the water and electrical systems? Apparently it's the Maxwell sisters. Once Ghislaine compromises all the political decision makers, the other sisters come in and say, hey, allow our company to run your city's systems and those videos of you and the kids never have to come out. Ugh. On a day like today, this stuff really starts to get me freaked out because I realize how vulnerable I am and how vulnerable we all are, really. I have a pretty good head start on collecting an income outside of the system. COVID can't close down the THC storefront, you know. 
and I interview all my guests remotely anyway, so very little has had to change in that regard. But we all live on system dependence, and the systems we've taken for granted are less stable than they used to be. Where do you go? What do you do? I thought about expatriating, but Deborah makes a lot of good points about that. Some expat communities are just rich Americans living in gated communities in the third world while the locals wait on them. That sounds kind of icky to me. And is it even going to last? Might that disparity eventually spill over into anger and rage? I wouldn't be surprised. Besides, just retreating to some gated community outside of the States feels like a fear response, and I'm not a big fan of that. Plus, with border lockdowns being a real part of our lives now, not really a hypothetical anymore, I don't want to live anywhere where I can't get to people I care about, at least by car. Maybe there's no security anywhere. I'm sure some people out there are vibing with my concerns, and it's frustrating to me because over the next 30 days, about 100,000 people will hear this episode, and about 99,000 will shrug their shoulders and just go on to the next podcast on their list. I understand. I can be the same way. Listening to a podcast feels like a solo experience. But when I see those collective totals, it's like, this is enough people to actually do something. But I guess that's just not how it works. So uh, definitely go to stopthecrime.net. Check out the references she mentioned that I have linked in the show notes. Deborah might seem a little extreme, but extreme personalities are pretty much the norm around here. And much of what she says is based on the documents that she has available on her website. It takes a certain kind of person to be such a dedicated watchdog on this stuff. And I suspect you're going to be very thankful for her one day, if not already. But that said, if you were intrigued by the first hour, you know we always have a second hour for Plus members. Sign up at thehiresidechats.com. The second hour got a bit out there. We talked about cyborgs, clones, and chimeras, what life will be like for the non-COVID vaccinated, tips for being more self-sufficient, how to set up local methods of exchange. You know the drill. I'm sure the free plus split is going to be heavy on the free side today because I always want to fit in the solution stuff for everybody. And that was a pretty large chunk of the last 15 minutes or so. And I sure hope you will contribute $8 and sign up for the full show, but I'd at least like to know that there was no paywall between people and the proposed solutions when things are so volatile. But we also talked about that documentary Life in the Fast Lane in the Plus Show, or at least we mentioned it when Deborah was talking about chimeras and clones and hybrids. Life in the Fast Lane is a pretty wild documentary about what seems to be two superhuman twin women. It's fuzzy in my memory, but they seemed to have escaped from somewhere and were acting erratic on the highway. I believe one got hit by a car or jumped over the edge. And she wasn't even very hurt, but they went to the hospital and these ladies were just quite strange. I can't remember what language they spoke, but I'm pretty sure that was a part of it too. I actually just looked it up. It's called Madness in the Fast Lane, and I'm just going to link to it in the show notes so you don't have to go searching. I am glad she brought that up because it really was something that I kind of forgot about entirely. 
I mean, there does seem to be a lot of weird projects and experiments being done out there. So you could assume that once in a while it would spill out into the open. And this documentary might be an example of that. Decide for yourself when you see it. But that said, find your local networks, build relationships, insulate yourself from vulnerability, I guess. If you're in San Diego, let me know. A few people who are did happen to reach out lately, and I get a ton of emails, but I do have a folder just for locals. So that's something. Uh, and uh, stop watching THC on YouTube. Connect to the podcast so we have a more direct line that is harder to cut. Another round of big shows just got taken down, and I'm about to upload one with COVID control in the title. So, in the immortal words of Scar, be prepared. Maybe I'll name it something less obvious. Still thinking about that, but take care of you and yours. It's getting a little hairy out there. And I guess that's it for me. I don't want my fantastic mood to be too contagious. But thanks again to Deborah for all her dedication. StopTheCrime.net, and I'll see you next time. I've done my part. Your move, weather weapon operators, Armageddon agenda pushers, and diabolical directors of the engineered collapse. Your fucking Maybe you'll see goddamn this plan no fan spraying on me cronies don't you know they control the weather Yeah.